It's fucking bonus, bitches. <laughs> Stop talking. All the shit that people are thinking but not saying. I'm not even like drunk. I've just been like drinking. Does my podcast offend you? Men, if you're listening, I apologize in advance. Women, hey bitches, are you ready? Are you still talking? Girl, stop talking. We really came on here to like be fun and talk about sex and coming and orgasms and all the things so we're doing a little bonus first time we've ever done this who am i jordan (laughs) (laughs) thanks for being here i also told her last night i don't know if you remember but when i i was like one of my biggest insecurities is like getting people's names wrong because i suck so bad tell me that (laughs) and i'm like you were here staying with me for like the first 12 hours and I'm like calling you by your name, Jordan. I'm like, yeah, oh, this is my friend Jordan. This is Jordan. And the whole time I'm sitting here thinking like, dude, is it, are you calling her by the wrong name? Like, what if you're just calling her by the wrong name and she's just like trying to be so kind and like um, such a people person that she's just like, I'm just going to let her call me by the wrong name. I'm not going to interrupt her because it's been like four times by now. And like, this is like me overthinking. This is my day to day. Okay. And then we were at the bar last night and you like referred to yourself and you said something with your name. And I was, <laughs> that was my confirmation. <laughs> that sounds like some third part or a third person uh, comment that drunk Jordan would do. I was you just know? like, and that's when I told you, I was like, See, drunk literally, Jordan. drunk Jordan. It just goes. Yeah. Not even like the same letter or anything at all. Okay. So, get, wait, really quick. Can we talk about our night out last yeah, night? Let's so, do it. we went to Sandbar and um, over by my house. And for me, I walk into these moments like, I just go in there. I like to do a lap and just I fuck everyone. I just give them the eyes. I'm like, I am. Is that why we got all the free drinks? I am the opportunity and I'm owning the moment. I walk in like, who's paying for my drink? I don't say it, but that's the energy, you know? And it's like, you know, you walk by, you give the eyes, you look away, you give a little look up, look down, a little smile. You keep walking, keep them wanting more. I talk about this in another episode. I'm drunk, so I can't tell you what the episode is, but it's like alone at a bar or something like that. Literally. I used to go to this bar by myself. So like, it's like same a, one. Yeah. That's the one that I go to by myself. It's like, that's what I do because it's, I'm not a hard person to talk to first off, but I like to like do a lap, act like I'm busy so that I can attract a little attention, you know? Um, but I'm making this about me, but you actually got the man. He came up to us wanting to buy you a drink. You remember? Yes. Yeah. Um, which was, I mean, it was so fun. I think we had a really good time, even though it was dead. It was a little dead. And we had a great time. Our entire night was paid for. No, literally. I mean, that's, that's the key. Yeah, it was great. I think, um, and we did not black out. No, we didn't. We did so good. Very proud. Yeah. I don't know if I told you this, but I did send a text to one of my, one of of my men's. Oh, then I said, (laughs) I said, Lordy, we're about to black out. (laughs) Jesus, take the wheel. This is when we were taking shots. Oh yeah. uh, With New York guy or whatever. 
Yeah, he in, gave New York vibes, but I don't think he was from there. I don't know. I, I don't, don't remember. Think so. I don't remember either. But yeah, when he was giving us shots, I was like, oh, He's like, what shit, do you want? Put it on my tab. Out. Put it on my tab. And you know what? He showed me his tab at the end of the night, and it honestly wasn't even that expensive. I was like, I expected it to be more than that. His tab was like 150 bucks. Wow. And he bought us we like, had like a lot of drinks. We had like a couple, like more than like a couple three rounds. rounds. Yeah. I think here's my thing. Like when I go out to bars now, my favorite thing to do, I love that I started this with like, I'm going to like do a lap. I'm going to give a little fuck me eyes. Who's going to buy me a drink? My favorite thing to do is treat men like shit. <laughs> oh, here we go. Are we going to get into some, some shit? I think we should. I mean, like, it's just so easy to pick apart a man's ego, and they don't even expect it. And then, and then you find that sweet spot, and then they get mad, and then you're just like, I'm going to go a little further. I'm gonna go a little further. It's like it's low key kind of fucked you up. You would like to be a dom. Oh my god, that's, that's like scary. That kind an of scares dom. me. Maybe an emotional one. There would have to be no feelings because I think about being in like a dominant role with my man, and that like makes me feel uncomfortable. I'd rather be like him be the dominant role than me but that's kind of funny that you say that I've never really thought about that I think because I'm in a relationship when I put myself into the single experience it's like what else am I I gonna do like I'm not gonna hit on him because I have a man I'm just gonna talk shit like the level of sarcasm get off on that no, I, it's so fun. Like, remember, okay, so we were, I was at and guys. The AT&T crew, mm-hmm. they came up to us and they were hitting on Jordan, trying to buy him, trying to buy you a drink. They were, they were also trying to buy me a drink? Yeah, that guy was like trying to buy you a drink. Oh, no, because there was the guy came before up, that too. No, he came up and he was like, what are the seven continents? Which I yes. think I knew as soon as he came up, I'm like, he's trying to start a conversation. He wants us to hang out with him. But- he was like, what are the seven continents? And you straight off, like, listed them all out. And he was, like, so, surpri- so surprised and was like, oh, we didn't even know about any of them. And that's what started the conversation. Also, a great trick for men. That was a really good one, actually. It was a great pickup line. It was great because it wasn't, like, a threat. It didn't feel, like, pushy. There was no threat. It was, like, a challenge. And if you happen to find yourself a competitive bitch with which clearly he landed (laughs) it was it was an easy sell but I knew from the get-go what was going on so I was pressing I was pressing him and I'm like so what is it that you really wanted to ask because I love asking men that because I've been in that conversation before where like some guys like oh my god I love your hair oh my god I love your tattoos and I'm like, okay, that's great. I'm like, let's just like make this short and sweet. Like, what is it that you really want to ask? Deadass, I've had a guy be like, do you want to come home with me tonight? That's what he said. What? Props to being like for real. But I'm like, let's just get down to the point because I already know. I'm like, if you're asking about my hair, my tattoos, you don't give a damn. You just want to see my pussy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So maybe when it's I it's curved. What? Maybe he's got a curved cock. I don't know. I mean, mine's at home. I know what I'm getting with that. So you were telling everybody that last night. What? Yeah. <laughs> no. Yes. Don't say that. I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> I'm sorry, babe. 
he doesn't listen. <laughs> well, would you like me to tell you more? Okay, yeah, do it. So when we were leaving, um, oh. the guy was like trying to take us home. The guy with the truck. Trying so hard. And you're like, no, I know what I'm getting when I'm going home. Oh, yeah. And then I was like, I'm going to bed. He's like, you can come with me. He's like, I'll call you in 15 minutes. He never hit me up on Instagram. Oh, my God. Literally lame. Okay, but for, okay, so men are just so ridiculous, right? They think, I feel like most men think of sex as like a sport. My man has literally said this. He's like, sex is like a sport. It's like a team sport. So I I thought, huh? Team sport? Are we talking about MFMs? What is that? (gasps) Oh, I'm about to blow your mind. Two men and one woman. Is like a t- oh, it's like a tag team. Yeah. Ah. M F M. Got it. Got it. Got it. I think he's like. I think my man thinks of like sex as like a team, like two people working together. Okay. To get like a a common out outcome, you know. So he was talking to me about this, and I had this whole scenario that came to my mind, which I would love to bring up. Um. We're going to think of sex like it's a football game, okay? And this is the difference between men and women. The white flag went out. There's 40 seconds left. Game on. If there was any time to keep a steady pace, it's now. 20 seconds left. He changes the tempo. 10 seconds left. And her orgasm fails. We both scream, fuck. He came. Her engine failed. And just like that, game over. It's the reality, though. You can't change the tempo. No. So, oh, my God. I got to tell you about this week. So I had this new man come over. Okay. Never met him before. Don't ask questions. It is what it is. Met him online. Had him come over. And we're fucking. And in the middle, he's doing a good job. And he changes his position. He, He changes it up. And I literally said, like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you're like, what, what the are you fuck? Doing? <laughs> I was at the point where in the middle of having sex, I literally wanted to be like, just fucking make me come. And eventually I was like, I'm going to go grab my vibrator. Good for so, you. Okay. I did something new with this experience. I decided that if I'm doing ho shit, that is not going to be done in my bedroom. That is going to be done in my guest bedroom. And only my man, if he, if we go together, only you are welcome in my bedroom. I love uh, that. I love that way to separate the rope. You're separating the romance. This yeah. is a part of like unromanticizing men. Yeah. You leave the transaction where it's transactional. You don't bring it into like the sacred space. Exactly. My bedroom so is smart. so sacred. So I go to my room, I grab my vibrator, bring it back. I come a few times. Um, But like, Wait, where was he? He was there doing something. <laughs> You're like, I don't know. Yeah. You're like so nonchalant. You're like, I just go to my room, come a few times. I well, come no, back. No, no, no. Like, I, w- I brought it back into the room with me. Okay. Into the guest bedroom with him. Gotcha. And so like we're playing with my toy together. But like he's doing whatever he's doing. He was, he was clearly not my cup of tea. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't hitting. It wasn't hitting. That sucks. I feel like I've been in the position too where it's like 
you're so close. You're giving like the body language, the emotion, and then like, or even like the, like you're like verbal, you're like, don't stop, keep going, like stay right there, you know? And it only takes one fucking second <laughs> of unrepetitive <laughs> shit to fuck it up and then it's gone. And it's just gone. It's over with. Opportunity is gone. I fucking hate that shit. So it's so irritating. On Thursday after this, I went to see my massage guy. And my massage guy, we fuck around a little bit too. But I told him about what happened on Wednesday. With and the other guy. With the other guy. Yep. And so this is so bad. He was like, Yeah, you just ask for what you want. He was like, I remember one time when we were doing some shit and he was he was fingering me. And he stopped and I yelled out, why the fuck did you stop? And he was like, okay. Yeah, that's what he <laughs> okay, said. Man. He's like, no. like, I can't feel my fucking finger, but okay. I was like, he literally stopped when I was seconds away from coming. And I'm like, it's so annoying. Bruh. It's you like, can't so, do that. It's like, it's literally a whole process. Not only is it a physical process, it's a mental process. Yeah. And like, it, it's like a millisecond it takes a millisecond and you lose it and I think okay really quick can we talk about this because I don't really know the difference but like like edging in men I feel like is so different from edging with women have you tried it I feel like I've tried in what I know to be true where like I feel like I'm about to come and then we let off but then I think what I realize happens is I just don't get there again. Oh. So I'm like, am I just like, how do you like let off without like giving all of it up? Like, how do you like ease the tension without completely getting rid of the feeling, I guess? Yeah. So I've been playing with edging a lot myself. And really, like, exploring the sensations. Right. Because it's, like... And also, not committing or, like, attaching to orgasm. The orgasm. Right, right. And more so attaching to the experience and the expansion of the pleasure. And so, I think that's one component of it. But I think also... It is so. Let's let's define edging first of all. It's exactly what you said, and that you know you like get close to orgasm, and then you come back down, and then you get close, and then you come back down, and you get close, and then eventually, by the time theoretically you orgasm, it's like extreme, extreme. right? Yes. So, what I would maybe do is not get so close to orgasm. Mm. So rather than like nine point five, we go to an eight. So you like go four to eight, and then you go down to a five to an eight point five. And then down to a six, and then a nine, and then down to a seven, and then a nine and a half, and then down to an eight, and then you're like, "Fuck this, we're we're at a twelve now." It's done. Yes. Um. So maybe not getting as close. I think I now that we're like talking about it, I think I go. I'm like close, and then I go too far off. You know. Yeah. And then it's like, so I think trying to find like the sweet medium of where is the middle of like off, but not, not like stopping or switching positions. Because yeah. I think even just being in that moment and like switching a position could oh, yeah. be That'll the fail of the whole thing. Have you done edging on your own? 
No. I need to be better about that. I've been thinking, I listened to this other podcast where she, like, talks about doing, like, 30 days of masturbation. So yes. it's, like, every day. I've never done that, but I think it would be good Well, to really just understand and, like, know more. I would love to expand on that some more. I've been doing a lot of learning about my own body. Mm-hmm. And I continue to travel and forget my vibrator, which means that I've gotten real friendly with my hand. And that's a relationship that I've never had before. It's so different. The last couple, I would say like last couple of years, but really like the last year. And I'm learning that there's so many different techniques that I can do that bring different types of sensations that all feel good. And it's, pretty mind-blowing when you can be able to give yourself that type of pleasure yeah I agree I think like for me I'm in like this weird spot right because I think I enjoy manual stimulation more than like the like a vibrator what was it what's manual what's the other word my hand No, I think manual is hand. That's what I meant. But I wasn't giving, like, the whole rest of the context. Anyways, I'm trying to be, like, so smart. And bitch, just say what you know. Okay. Um, I think I'm better with, like, just my hand than I am a toy. Because I think, for me, like, toys feel too much. Like, I think, like, I'll use them and I enjoy them. But it's literally, like, it's like an overstimulation where it's like it it's intense, but I don't think it really like does what I'm wanting it to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. And then like with the hand, I can like get to where I want to be, but I feel like I can't go like get to the finish line for a couple of reasons. For one, the nails. Mm-hmm. is like it's like a full thing they're long okay that's good to know before I go get my nails done they're long I know I've heard tips that you could do like a cotton ball in a finger condom you put the cotton ball around the nail to like oh, to like make the space cohesive and then you put the finger condom on because also like nails get fucking dirty like under yeah, the nails like do. you can wash your hands and be a clean ass person but there's still like an overgrown bacteria you can't just be like throwing that shit up inside you you know what i mean yeah see and i'm a clit girl so like i don't even insert my fingers see i feel like i would need i like both i mean i really enjoy penetration but i have realized more now recently that the clitoral stimulation is also bomb but it has to be slow like vibrators are almost like too much to the point where like it doesn't hurt but it like feels like it's too much it feels like it hurts but I'm not like in pain do you get what I'm saying yeah so like for me it's like it's it just it's too much what I love is like being fucked and then like if I really want to come and I'm like ready then it's like getting fucked and putting a vibrator on my clit and it's like 0.5 seconds done like insane orgasm done I think what's different with that too is that you've already had all of the foreplay right and a lot of times when we're doing masturbation and self-pleasuring we are totally bypassing the foreplay and I think that there is there is a time and place for that you know it's like sometimes you just need to fucking come but 
there's also a time and place for taking that time to seduce yourself and to give yourself that same foreplay that you deserve. And realistically speaking, like you maybe can't do that every day or every week even because it's going to be a little bit more time consuming. But getting out of the habit of just going straight to masturbation to orgasm and more so using masturbation as like a way of connecting to yourself. Okay. So like, what are some tips to be able to do that? Like tell the girlies tips to do what? To find, like, to give the foreplay on yourself oh, to be, yes, a, okay. yes, yeah, um, to so, be able to get yourself in the mood, like, and like you said, like, releasing the connection to, like, the goal being coming, you know, like, this is, like, to better understand yourself. There's, like, people listening, no, <laughs> it's, like, his email or something. <laughs> uh, listener, question just came in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And what I'm seeing is she said, what are some tips that I can give myself some foreplay to (laughs) be more connected to my body? So what I would love, okay, so I love this question because I literally like this is my life. Yeah. But self-seduction, seduce yourself. So one of my favorite ways of doing seduction is dance. You Mm. have a pole you know that I never use I know you don't use it I I almost hopped on it for you yesterday just to or today to give it some action but yeah um, love go take a sexy dance class take a pole dancing class dance sexy for yourself in the mirror touch your body feel yourself pull your own fucking hair yes no I love this I think also like my narcissistic tendencies coming there's a little pre-warning. Do you say that every episode? No, I don't, but I really feel like it needs to be a segment. Wow, I just like chin bumped the mic. You got really into that one. I was like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you guys gotta watch the video for that. Uh like just let um <laughs> Did you use teeth like Pam? Oh my god. <laughs> Go listen to Jordan's podcast. Okay, um one thing that really turns me on is taking photos of myself oh my god yes like I feel like yes in my own just sexual energy like you see these pictures you feel yourself you're like damn I like they don't even have to be it's not even like pictures of my face it's just like my body like the way I look you like find your angles you know and I think that's one thing that makes me feel connected to myself Which is like, you know, I mean, it's fun and it's funny, but it is. It's like watching myself take pictures of myself. Videos, bitch. I got some videos. Mm -hmm. That shit, I like to not, I like keep them on my man's phone because it's, they're so intense that I'm like, I just don't see myself like this. And I'm like, oh my God, are you a porn star? (laughs) I'm like, oh, wow. I love that. So not me. I love to do videos and I just got on this like new platform. Well, it's not a new platform, but I just started utilizing this platform. New for you. Yeah. That has a lot of pornography, I guess is the easiest way to put it. Like people are able to show off their pictures and show off their videos. Plug the platform. It's called FetLife. Mm. 
And FetLife is really, really great if you're like trying to explore like what you're into, but it has really empowered me. Or to find other couples that are into the same thing or other people that are into, it's more of like a fetish, sex forward, sex positive community. Yeah. I think that's important. It's not, I mean, people are not vetted, so you need to do your own vetting when it comes to meeting people right and a lot of people don't show their faces and stuff too so like with that be careful use other platforms to see people's faces yeah request time yeah Yeah. request photos to make sure you know who they are before you meet and driver's license before they show up oh that's smart oh girl they do do that when i'm dating you do that when you're dating oh yeah if i don't know you send me a fucking driver's license that's smart and i'm sending that to a few girlfriends with my location yeah but you have to be safe. You just don't you do. know. You don't know. I've heard some horror stories recently that actually have me like pretty nervous about random things. But anyway, back to the platform. It's really empowered me to just embrace being in my body. Body confidence is a huge portion of your sexual confidence. And so many women don't – we don't always feel good about our bodies. And we don't always love all parts of our bodies. Like right now – I will speak for myself. I feel bloated as fuck. I just ate an entire thing of cheese. We ate two blocks of cheese. (laughs) We've done drinking two days in a row. Like, I feel bloated. I don't feel my sexiest. And it ebbs and flows, you know? And so doing things to help boost your confidence and embracing the love that you have for yourself in the time being, even if it's not like you don't have to stand there in front of the mirror. And like, if you're standing there and you're like, I don't feel sexy. Like you just, you have to come up with one thing. Yeah. Like you cannot sit here and tell me that you're going to look at yourself and there's not one thing you love. I've worked with clients who do struggle with that. Yeah. And then you just challenge and it's like you, okay. You also can say like, Hey, I may not love this area right now. So if you have a C-section scar, prime example. But what has it done for me? Exactly. And find find that other side of it. The meaning behind like the insecurity. Yeah. Because that C-section literally brought a child into your world. And not only were you able to birth a child, but because of like modern medicine and doctors, like you were able to survive. So like your body gave you life. Like what the fuck, you know, continued that life. Yeah. But I think a lot of people struggle with that. Going back to some other things to do to, um, feel good. I forgot what the question was, but I really wanted to say self how to like reconnect in your body, like tips. Okay. Uh, self-pleasure meditation. So I have one. Y'all can slide in my DMs. I can send it to you. Send it to me. Yeah. It's so hot. I got a sexy-ass voice. I don't know if you know, but I do a little bit of erotic audio as well. Oh, my God. I thought about doing that. I felt mm-hmm. like that could be like – because I, I have like the raspy. Yes. I thought you should do it too. Anyway. Um, <laughs> the entrepreneurs, two entrepreneurs in one space. That's like what just, happens. We're just trying to make money and dreaming up ways. all these ideas. We had so many ideas today already. I know you, but you bitch, you were writing them down in the car. <laughs> I was though. I was. Okay. So okay. self-pleasure meditation walks you through just like connecting to yourself, using all five senses, oh. taking that time. And again, just like slowing down to be. 
meditation in general is just really great to be present in your body. Something that has helped a lot for me is um, I did meditation, but also connecting to your five senses. So this is great during sex also. Like I've learned this through some of the other shows I've listened to. And I can't tell you how many times I've been like in the moment having sex and I'm, I'm not in the moment. I'm in my head because I'm here with me and my other three personalities thinking and overthinking and being like, what if, what this and all the things and really being able to reconnect yourself to the moment, like you said, the five senses. Yeah. What do you feel? What do you taste? What do you hear? Like, what What are you touching? What does that feel like? Yep. It is a game changer. How are you breathing? Are you breathing? <laughs> Don't yeah. hold your breath. Long, slow breaths. Like, those it's change so the game. Well, and it just makes you more present in your body. And it's great for self-pleasure. It is very great for partnered sex too. And have you ever had sex with somebody who you felt like they were just so unpresent? Oh yeah. Like most of my twenties. Yeah. Like the, the dude that I fucked on Wednesday, that's exactly what it was. Like I literally looked up at one point and his eyes were like wandering. Over Not even. Else. Yeah. And I was like, this is just, this is so transactional that it's too transactional at this point. And, um, yeah, like it doesn't feel good to have a partner not be present. And so think about that when like you're showing up into the bedroom and that your partners want you to be present as well. Yeah, I think that's such good advice. It's all of these little things that people aren't even thinking about Mm -hmm. that literally change the game for your sex life. And it's all things that you just, you don't even have to like talk to your partner about. It's just like you need to get out of your head and into your body. Yeah. So I think hopefully everybody had their pen and paper out. (laughs) Write those down. Write that shit down because the advice was good. I also think that, you know, a skill that's important to learn is speaking up for yourself and speaking up for what you want. So like if, if you're down to the last 10 seconds and you need them to not move and telling them like, keep doing that. And then if they, if they do move, letting them know like, Hey, I was about to come and that didn't happen. The one thing that I have learned for myself, which I also yell at myself still sometimes, I just want everyone to know. (laughs) You better be fucking watching this on Spotify. Another shameless unplayed plug. If you are fucking thinking it, you need to say it. Stop talking to yourself in your head and talk to your partner. You're not going to be sound dumb. You don't sound stupid. You're telling someone what you want. You're being honest about your feelings. You're being open. Even if it's dirty talk. You just stop fucking thinking about it. Just say it. People say outlandish, outlandish, out, wow, outlandish shit when they're yeah. fucking. I don't think there's anything that you could be saying that your partner doesn't want to hear. So if you are fucking saying it, thinking it, <laughs> second bottle, okay? If you're fucking thinking it, you need to fucking say it. 
don't be lame. That's it. That's yeah. what I had to say. I think that's a perfect note to end. I li- no, literally, because I've dealt with this in my own shit. Because what I there was a moment where I'm like, I am sick and tired of having quiet sex. I don't want to have quiet sex anymore. I want a dirty talk. I want to be talking and be like filthy and disgusting and whatever. And I'm thinking about all these things in my head, like, oh, you should say that. And I'm thinking to myself, like, you should say this. But then I'm like, no, what if you sound dumb? What if that sounds dumb? What if that sounds stupid? Like fighting, like me to me, fighting with myself. So this is so interesting that you bring this up because I'm on the other side of the spectrum where like I'm loud as fuck. You just go. You just say well, rolling off the top of your head. Saying it's that I'm just loud as fuck. Oh no, I'm loud. I'll like I can do the sounds. We can put on a show. We can be quiet. We can do all the things. Oh, I'm never quiet. I can't physically be quiet. I'm definitely still loud, but I think it's like the talking, like getting like the talking out. Usually, we like set the mood. But somebody recently said something to me, and it made me very self conscious about it. And I'm like. Not sure how I feel about that. What did they say? What did he say? He just made some comment about how I'm always loud. And like, like not- he thought you were being like a performance and it wasn't like realistic. Oh, I didn't ask him about that. I'm going to see him in a few weeks. Because I think like a lot of people oh. think like if a girl is loud, they're trying to put on a performance like porn because most men look at sexual experiences based off mm-hmm. what they've seen, which is typically mm-hmm. porn which is not real. It's fake. And they're actress, they're porn actresses. So it's made to be an over-exaggeration. Wow. It was hard, but we got there. Um, of the truth. So maybe that's like, that was my first thought. Wow. That's interesting that you say that. Cause that never crossed my mind. I instantly just thought that he was shaming my loudness. Which is uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable. Because you're like, you're and just now like, I'm like, well, but I'm loud. Like I don't know how to be quiet. Like what? You got roommates? <laughs> it was at my Airbnb. Yeah. Ew. Like who are you fucking worried about? Like Stefan, the fucking food delivery guy. <laughs> oh my god. Can we story about that? <laughs> I love how we're like. This is a bonus episode. We're gonna talk for like twenty minutes. We're like. 35 minutes in, in, I have to pee, but I'm trying to hold it. So I just have to tell you this Tell me about Stefan. Well, it was during COVID. I went to visit this guy in DC. It was like at the beginning of COVID. I had met him in Vegas like two years prior. We stayed in contact. He had finally separated from his wife. Like they were separated, but he finally moved out. So I go to visit him in DC and we fucked for like five days straight like that's all we did was fun. oh it's it was so great. fun when you can like live in a moment where it's like yeah. so free it's like a vacation like it's not real yeah like reality tv love shows like you get so caught up in the moment where you're just like oh god life so, is so good we ordered mexican food to be delivered and we were fucking and the mexican food got delivered and we like the poor delivery person definitely heard us fucking the delivery person. Oh, for sure. I don't know if his name. Like was on the way, on. did he knock on the door? He's like, "Excuse me." Like, <laughs> it was we were in the living room by the door. <laughs> oh no! So he was just like waiting by like, the door. Like it was, yeah. We. It is what it is. No, I love that. 
I love that for I've you. I've been loud my whole life. No, I think that's great. You need to like live in that moment. It's knowing that it's like we go through these experiences and you do. There are times where you and feel shamed. People shame you for certain things and they don't necessarily mean to be shameful. Exactly. And but sometimes they don't. Exactly. But also, like you said in part one, may not be your person. That hurts. You're like, ah, you're like, I'm gonna see him this week. <laughs> Mitch, why'd you say that? So, um, are we done? No, I think, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I think we do. I think we should just stop it there. Otherwise, we're gonna be up all oh night. This was great. I had so much fun. I did not expect. We've literally been recording for like three almost, hours. Almost three hours. We have so much shit to talk about. This You're is just, wild. We have, we both have so many stories. I know. Well, like I said, it's hard as a solo podcaster to be able to have these conversations because you don't get the back and forth. Yeah. People are going to watch this audio and I'm like <laughs> burping so many times. Okay. Um, Jordan, give the people what they want. Well, what do they want? Just plug yourself before you go. So, and yes, you can find my podcast on anywhere you listen to podcasts, vaginas, vulvas, and vibrators. It wasn't the only one that forgot. <laughs> I hate you. me on instagram <laughs> jordan Danelle. yeah um and what else do i have to tell what you? else do you do you do women's do so groups you have so much going i do on. so much shit yeah just so follow her on instagram she I you have, post everything there i do i have monthly women's groups i've got live events in san diego i got live events all over the nation every now and then shit pops up i don't know mm-hmm. um what else do i do i got a journal on amazon that you can go check out she's working on a book apparently yeah it's been like three years She's but gonna I, move to Columbia in a couple months. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yes. You I've just have to follow her. Audio. She, yeah. Yeah. Come follow. She come fun. No pun intended. Puns intended. Um, follow her on Instagram. Go subscribe to her podcast. She has a great following, and she's really just speaking truth and facts about women's health fucking the feminine energy and all the great things that we have to offer yes thank you for spending three hours recording with me thank you um this was so fun this is the little we thought it was going to be a bonus i may just re-release as a second episode i hope you guys um subscribe and watch on spotify this is a whole new era we're about to enter and don't forget to leave a review oh my god leave a fucking review you know what we did at the bar the other night you're so (gasps) smart pro tip um talk shit to men at the bar and degrade their egos and then take their phone when they ask you for your number and subscribe to your podcast and make them leave a review because Apparently, all those things matter because there is an algorithm. Tell your friends. Follow me, Girl Stop Talking Pod, Tatum Zoe with three E's. Okay. I love the eyes when you say that. The role. I know. Well, (laughs) bye. Okay. Gotta go. It's fucking late as shit and I need to sleep. Good night, bitches. (laughs) Woo. Oh, my God.
Oh my goodness. Girl, stop talking. Stop talking.